Guys, we are in the middle of the Kedari is explaining a, a number of points. This is Shivaz, where we're holding so far in where he's trying to get to. Yeah. Where he's trying to get to. Because he's in the middle of a, like a, a lengthy explanation of a, the, the principle he's trying to explain. And the underlying principle he's trying to explain is how do we. Re, re, so to speak, relates to the world of Ruchnius. How do we relate to the world of Ruchnius? In the sense that, on the one hand, it's not something we can see with our senses. You see here in a physical sense. And therefore, being as much information that people take in, or I should say rather, all information that people take in is through their physical senses, and that's not a way we can appreciate Ruchnius. So then, how do we understand Ruchnius? How do we relate to it? So he spoke about the the Aina Sechlanisteris in his lotion, which means the fact that a person can, uh, so to speak, perceive something not physically, but uh, in his in his ability to to understand, uh, uh, things take form. In other words, a person can't think of an abstract which has no shape, no form, no physical uh, concept for him to deal with, and therefore the way that a person relates to something is in the way that he understands it in, in a way which he has something to describe it by, something to compare it to. And like he said, just like when you see something physical, when you can actually see it, what you're really doing is you're making a, a connection, a bridge in your mind between what you see and what you know that thing is, or what that thing does. And therefore the one is really the dimming to the other. So same thing, if we're trying to do backwards and make a dimming to a concept, so we're going to compare it to something which we know about, which we can see, or relate to, and then we're going to describe one to the other. Just like when we're going to cover. And we talk about Kaviyachal, HaKadosh Baruch in human terms. It's not Chasmashon, the person is a person. But it's a model we can relate to in trying to explain something. And therefore he says, it's the same thing. When the Manabim said that they saw Hashem, or there's a tear of, of, of a vision of Hashem, whatever way it's going to be, they don't mean in the sense that we saw Hashem as a physical thing. It means that they're trying to describe that they beheld something which represents Hashem. And what does it appear to them? The best representation is going to be the, the example of what we can give, which is most similar to Hashem. And therefore, our, our, our most similar example to Hashem is a person, not because a person has a physical body which resembles Hashem, obviously it doesn't make sense, Hashem doesn't have a body, but because the person we mean is something which is intelligent, something which is choice, something which is logical, something which can make decisions, something which is a judge, and therefore we're talking about the person as the marshal for Hashem means the abilities of the person. And like you said, when we talk about a person, we don't necessarily just mean the way the person looks, we are talking about the the, the the concept of the person, what he can do. And if we're going to compare Hashem to a Baal Seichel, a Baal Bechira, a Shaifat, a Dayan, a Melech, whatever it's going to be, in terms of it's compared to how we can perceive what Hashem is doing. Yeah. And, and the Nevi'im, they, they, they actually saw a human, or they yeah. felt the presence of a human, or they actually saw the human? And see a human. They're describing what they saw as something which yeah, oh, a yeah. human has the same ability. But that's not. But that's not exactly what they saw. Yeah, they, they didn't see anything. They didn't they see. Well, I don't know how to answer the question because the Kazari says there is that what they didn't see with their eyes. They saw what they say. And they so say, which means they were aware of something. Uh-huh. So 
So what are they perceive? What are they perceive? So the Moshe of it, I'm just going now, again, the difference is explain this, but because I already said, when he says he saw a Yeshaya saw Hashem Yeshav Akisei Ram Venisa, it means Hashem was being a judge. Akisei Ram Venisa there is Hashem was inserting in judgment. And therefore, Yeshaya saw was the fact that Hashem is now judging, like we said, King Uziah for going to Beth Nehdash. And that's the case. Yeshaya says I'm, he felt or he experienced Akadosh Baruch in the capacity of the judge. And now, how's he going to describe that? Like a judge sitting in the mishpat with the, all the other uh, adim or the courtroom, whatever's going to be around. And so, being that it was it was non physical, his experience was non physical, so it's impossible for him to say. Right, so how's he going to, how's, so how's describe, he it? to describe it? As he tries to describe it in terms of the judge, but mm-hmm. no, not even think of the judge. Was he wearing a black coat? Was he wearing a chain? Was right. he wearing a chain? Or, sure. No, he's not talking about the person, he's talking about the concept. Mm-hmm. And the same he talks about the, the, the Makar of Yechesko, that. Uh, Hashem's Baruch Hu designed to, to kick his, pick his the Shechina up and take it out of the Beis Hamikdash. So Yeshayahu describes the Kira as a Merkava, where the the person riding the Merkava is making the Merkava move, and uh, the reference is the fact that Hashem's Baruch Hu is being made the Ruchnis out of the Beis Hamikdash. Oh, he saw that. That's what he saw. That's that's the Merkava. Now, now, wasn't it Teves uh, time? When yeah. did he saw Teves time? Well, that fit that physically happened, but there was also a ruchnis. There was a nevuah he had first that it was going to happen, and he saw that happen. Oh. Yeah, but uh, either around that's uh, and therefore the idea is it's not that they saw and they can see something physical. It's the way that they had to describe the experience in terms of taken something which can be related to. Because that's that's the the ikkiyusot the Kuzari wants, and that is that the ability to to understand ruchnius is an understanding which we can describe by being similar to something which we can put into terms, not that the ruchnius experience appeared in a physical form. Fine, so that's what we're holding by, and then we'll be holding page chafale for this print. It's more very long, uh, long paragraph. And now he comes to the fact that we can't deny this concept of the Nevi'im Yisrael. And he says, Things which we can't get to in logic. The philosophers of Greece, who, like we said last time in the previous year, who never experienced Nevi'im And therefore, in their world, which was post Nava, they said it can't be, they have no reference to Nava, they decided Nava can't exist. And that's the case. In the, the, the process of working things out through logic is that something which I can't prove, so then I've got no, no, no proof it exists, I'm going to deny. And therefore, since then, in their time, they had nothing to compare to Nava, they denied there was Nava. But, he says, Vakim Oisam Hanavim. The Nevi'im said there was never obviously, you can't deny what you can see. And therefore, once once again, you see here, like every other time, Abidu Levi doesn't want to get into philosophical arguments with philosophers. His, his argument always is the, the facts, not the philosophy. And therefore he says, they said, and as the axiom of philosophy, we can't prove that there was a prophecy, and therefore we don't accept that it ever existed. There's no proof to it. And what he says is, 
you don't have to prove it. There were people who saw it. And therefore they're giving evidence what we saw. Whether it's logical or it's illogical, I saw it with my own eyes. And therefore, they couldn't be matfish what they saw with the Ayn Ruchnes, which means that spiritual ability to perceive the Vah. And only that, it wasn't the one, one, one person job. There are different groups of people who all claim to have seen the Vah in different generations. And therefore, it couldn't be that they all agreed together to present a false you know, a false story and that they're all uh, a, a kind of between them connives to to present. They didn't live at the same time that ants didn't live at the same the same door. And all the false Nivim were always proved wrong. Right. Right. Uh, right. right. And they have all the Chachamim who's gotten of all that all the Moida, all this all was true. I often use this argument when you're talking to a non from audiences and trying to prove the, the principle of the Emun in the Torah. If you're going to compare the Torah to the Habdil, Christianity or Islam or Mormonism or any other religion you want, you will see that in other religions there's one Navi. It's a one man shop. And he says what he saw, and it began with him and it ends with him. In Islam there was Muhammad, and after Muhammad died, it was that's ended in the prophecy of Islam, it ended there. So it's a one man thing, it's true, it's not true. It could be made the whole thing up, who's going to disprove it? Whereas in Ba'as, there wasn't just one Navi. Moshe then was the Navi of the Torah, and Moshe dies, and the book carries on. And there's Yeshua, and there's Shmuel, and there's Yishai, and there's Yirmi, and there's Yechezkel, and there's hundreds of Nevi'im. There wasn't a one person that had Nevi'im, and, and uh, during, as long as he lived, there was Nevi'im, and afterwards it disappeared. You see, it, it was something which carried on for nearly a thousand years. From Muhammad Arsina until the first, uh, the first verse, the first verse, the was nearly a thousand years. And throughout that time, there were different people who were Nevi'im. How can I say that this was a conspiracy, a conspiracy to create something which didn't exist? which lasted for over 900 years. And it wasn't just one people, there were different people. And they weren't in one place, they were in different places. They were in Nevi'im, and you heard the Nevi'im in Israel, and so they never met each other. And another point is, and that is, you see that the Nevi'im always corroborate what each other said, what other Navi said. There's never a stereo between Nevi'im and something. So he said, you have proof from evidence. Not one, not two, hundreds of people saying we were aware of the experience called Nevo. Right, they're accessing something higher, and they are accessing something that's higher. Right, so for the Nevoas to come along and say, we, we have no proof, we can't prove it is Nevo, we have evidence, we have the people who are telling us they saw Nevo. We have, every Navi is an aid to the fact that there's, there's Nevo in the world. And all the African tribes, Lahavil, and all these other places where they, they had these, I don't know, leaders or whatever, they never claimed prophecy or... Or spirituality. So we spoke about this. Uh, we spoke about this. Um, I'm sorry, in the coil. Meaning today? Uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, there's an interesting thing, and that is that they claimed they, a lot of the pagan religions claimed prophecy, but not from Hashem. They claimed prophecy from their Rabbi Lazar. 
the, Isn't that the same thing for them? Sorry? That's not the same thing? Wait, isn't there for the Zara the, the, the God? If, if we're talking about the early religions who knew and understood the, how the world worked, they knew Rizal Verizar. They knew Rizal Verizar, but Verizar gave them something. And they could, they could connect to that. And uh, is that proof that there is a connection to spiritual forces? Yes. There might be negative spiritual forces, there might be misleading spiritual forces, but nevertheless, if you want proof that people can connect to spiritual forces, then yes, every Novi Shakti was a proof to that as well. Except they were connecting to something negative, not to Hashem. Not to Hashem. The only ones who ever claimed to connect to Akkadich Baruch was Klai Yisrael. The exception was Bena. As you know, it was a one-sort exception. And, this is the point, all the later uh, imposters who claimed to be Nevi'im, all came at a time when there wasn't Nevo anymore. When there wasn't. Whether it was Yashka, whether it was Muhammad, or it was any of these other later religions, they all came in the scene after Nevo ended. And they all claimed to be Nevi'im. And then they claimed to be Nevi'im of Hashem. Not of Nevo'i Zara. And the whole thing is false, because we know it couldn't be. There, was a, there wasn't Nevo in that time period. But when there was Nevo from Hashem, Never ever did any false Navi claim to be any other religion claim to have Nevi'im from Hashem. Why? Because it's very easy to prove them wrong. Because the real Nevi'im would say it was true enough. And that was the checks and balances of the book. The Pasuk says, Hashem is not going to do something until he tells it to the Avad of Hanavim. The Gemara says this in Hebrew. This is a tremendous Kaddish of Gemara. Some of you have to know. The Gemara says that there's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, if a Navi was given an Avur to, to take Tafa Israel, Hashem Hashem, and the Navi decides he's not going to do his job, he's Kavash and Avosah. He doesn't, he, he doesn't share the Avur he was instructed to share, he's Chayim Misa. Based in, I've got a lot to kill him. And ask the Gemara, sorry? No, it's Chayim Misa Zalman. And it's Chayim Misa Based in. And ask the Gemara the obvious question, how's Based in going to know? If a Navi didn't share the Avur he was meant to say, then how do we know to kill him? And the novice, the, the Gemara says, the other Nabi will come be made against him. And how did they know? So the Gemara brings this passage. And the Gemara says, therefore you see that when Hashem gives a Nabi in the book to one Nabi, the other Nabi can hear it. They can hear that this Nabi has been instructed to do a job, and therefore they can come and say, he never did the job. We heard he was instructed. Why? Because, which means, all the Nabi know about one Nabi getting a message. And they can be made on that? They can be made on that. And that's considered that's validated? 100%. If he knows a Nabi, and he said, we know that this person didn't share this with us, that's it. Right. And the way they know about it is some supernatural way that they know about it. Nabi. Yeah. But that's why when there were real Nabi, no one's going to come along and say, I'm a Nabi of Hashem. We know 100% that he's not true. Nabi of Hashem. Nabi of Hashem, exactly that. And they didn't claim that they were coming from Hashem? There was one. There was one, and the Nabi Amis categorically denied what he said. Who was that? Hanani bin Nazar. Hanani bin Nazar is the time of Yirmiya. He's a Navi Shakir and he claimed to be a Navi of Hashem. And Yirmiya was there, that now you're not having the MS. And the proof is you're going to die this year. And he did. But it's a. Uh, All the other ones said, I'm a Navi of the Baal. Then they, that's what they presented themselves as the Via Baal or the Via whatever it is. With El Yo, the Via Baal. And they were able to get Baal and Exactly. They're, they're, they're causing the Via Baal, the 450 of them. The Via Baal. But they, what, was that real? That was a real. It was a real, a real spiritual source, but a negative mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and they could connect to that. Mm-hmm. So they weren't Nevi'im Shaker. They were Nevi'im Shaker. 
The Vienna Shaka means that's not Yisrael from Rav Moshe. Right. Um, they're not called. Right. 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 said, a person who comes along and says, I'm a Navi, and you, you, it's not true. It's Tamashaka. It's Tamalai. He's not a Navi Shaka, he's a Shaka. <laughs> is a Navi Shaker means a Navi who had a spiritual experience from the Kayak of Shaker. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's being giving us the word from the Kayak of Shaker. Uh-huh. Right, that's true. And but that's why I didn't try. But later on, when there was weren't the Vim anymore, so people come along and tell him Navi Hashem. Who's gonna argue with him? It doesn't exist. <coughs> Back. Is it true that there were more than just Mohammed and like there were uh, like tens of prophets running around claiming Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mecca and all these and, and all over the world. And Ali Yamazel, there's still people who claim that they're prophets. No one pays any attention to them. Today, most people are non prophets, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the aside is that, uh, that when there was Nabur, so then the Nabim were, 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 were proved to each other that the, each Navi accepted he's the next Navi. He's also a Navi. Could you also say on top of that that? They all had an incentive, really. If 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 it wasn't true, they, they would they would have an incentive to fight each other because they all want to be the one. If they want to be one. If. But they were not. There wasn't a. That's what I'm saying. So so the fact that the fact that they weren't like corroborating or whatever, or or that they weren't saying sheker, is the fact that they weren't fighting each other. Right. Right. That's true. In, in any novi who makes his own religion, so of course he's the he's the main. Yeah. Man the yeah. He, they all had. "Quote unquote," that incentive of power and and honor and whatever. Right, it's true, and that's the difference. In, in a way, even though they don't exist, they don't exist anymore. The Nevi'a Asheker in their time were more dangerous than Yashka Muhammad in their time, because the Yashka were just lies. They weren't Nevi. They made up what they saw. They had no experience. They had no idea. Yeah. There wasn't the boy in their time period. It didn't exist anymore. But there was like no hallucination. Maybe no hallucinating. Maybe I don't know what else they were doing. It definitely wasn't the boy. People are listening nowadays. Yeah, it's just a stomach shaker. This is a stomach shaker. Whereas when they were Nabiya Shaker, they were seeing things. They had connected to Kaifasatama, and there were things that were saying they already, they already had some kind of uh, connection to a spiritual negative or a spiritual past. Are there people today that can do that? They have all these necromancers? Yes. Even today. The Torah asks us being Darish El Hamasim, which means Darish El Hamasim, talking to the Shamans of dead people. They have, unfortunately, it's very prevalent, especially in Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. They, do, they have all ways to do it. At midnight, they have candles, they turn glass cups upside down, they traps in the shaman, and the shaman talks to them. Uh, you can have, it's also to do it. But uh, people who've done it, and they've been quite a have told the story exactly how they did it and what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what you did. So why do you have that today and you don't have that uh, Why is that available and not Tzadah Who said it's not? Who has the access to that? I heard from Yochum uh, Vadiansky. He said that uh, the ones when they were learning the idea that they said the tzaddik can talk to the neshamas of the bikin. Even he's still alive. Never he died. So when when who's still alive? The tzaddik in this world still alive can talk to the neshamas of the bikin. This one's I don't know where exactly. It's all information. It's all somewhere. So they said that Zohar from are discussing the Meshkiach of Kasu Levinstein. Uh, had ever spoken to previous Tadikin. So, no, he said no. So, one Bacha decided he's going to go and ask him. Yeah. So, in fact, Radiansky said that also he was nuts. Like, Chaska was a scary person at the best of times. But okay. to go and like, ask him a question like that, yeah. they thought he was going to uh, kick that. Like, but he went to ask. 
And Haskell said, he said, in Europe, sometimes, he used to, when he's a Mashiach in the rear in Europe, in Europe, sometimes he used to speak to his, his Rebbein. In Shanghai, when he's a Mashiach in Shanghai, he said, come out every night, but I didn't know what to do. He said, I don't need them anymore. I understand. That was his answer. This is what, Rabbi Yeruchim? His Rabbi was uh, not Rabbi Yeruchim, his Rabbi was Rabbi Yeshbar, the, the, the son of the Alt of God. So, is there other to dig into that who can also speak to the Shamus? After Dikim. And that's Mutter? That's Mutter, that's not coming through Easter, that's not coming through the Faith Hasatan. Even though you're talking to Mason. You're not Darish to Mason. You know, they're not doing something to bring the Mace here. So when a person's asleep, says the Shama, we already Larissa talks about this already. And then when a person's asleep and his Nashama goes up, so if he not, if he has a question that he wants to ask something, you can ask him. Obviously he has to be on the level to do that. But in Sunshine I've been very sure of it's it's uh, you got you got like asking Gabriel or Shaila about what's going on now. Right, it's just isn't Darish that's Malachim, but it's not this problem. There is a little regularly. The Rukhan Vital rats, okay, we're talking about a completely different dark, but Rukhan Vital rats. And when they were learning a saga, a mission, a whatever it was, uh, that night, there is a director in the Shamma, the God of the Tana, what he meant. What I'm aware, what he meant. It was a regular thing by him. And Sheikh he brings it. They used to go and ask uh, whoever started with learning, what do you mean? If you had a Slavic, what he meant. Now, that's talking about a Machani Dark, I'm asking. I want to give him the, okay, it's not our door, but the door of 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, just previous, previous time. Right, it wasn't so long ago. But uh, for somebody that was still able to do that. Was still able to do that. And there are others too. So, uh, in that level still exists. But then again, it come, well, the scientists will come along and say, no, we have no real proof that it's possible. You can't argue with evidence. You argue with seances also? Once again, uh, maybe they'll say it's not a logical thing, there's no scientific evidence for it. But you can't argue with evidence. Think scientists don't believe in a neshama? No, not really. But uh, you can't argue with evidence. Now again, it's not all Kaddish, but you can't argue that it exists. You can see there are enough people who've experienced it to see it. And as he says, If the philosophers of Greek would have seen the Nabim, had they seen the Nevi'im and they saw the Nevi'im could do, then they wouldn't have said, as are the Nevi'im, they can't argue, they saw it. Except they would have then tried to explain, how does a person become a Nevi? You know, as if you're trying to explain things in logic, then you can't rule out in logic what you can prove. So you have to go backwards now and say, well, how do you do that? How did, how did that happen? We saw it happen, we can't deny it, so we have to find this far backwards. Like gravity, what if I can't prove right. to you gravity, but something did fall. Right, so, go, so then go, go, back, go work out backwards. And so now you have to bring the logic for what we saw, because you can't argue what you saw. But didn't, didn't Plato and Aristotle... Oh, uh, very good. So the Mephoshim, yeah, yes, I understand that. So the here asked, what, what does he mean, Ilu? Ilu ha'yirayim philosophy yavon and They did. They did. Right, we have a famous Chazal. That Plato, that flashed on in loads of Chazal, which is named before Plato, he saw your meal. He saw him at the time of the Chorban, he saw him crying. Right, he saw him crying over the best in English, and he said, the Chacham like you is crying over stones, it's not fulfilling some of your stature. And Yermiel told him, Plato, I'm sure as a thinker and as a philosopher, you have lots of questions that you have to ask me your questions. And he did. So he 
And uh, you know, I don't know exactly the number, but it's a lot of questions. And you know, answer all those questions. So those are told him. Now you just made my question bigger. You've just proved to me you're a tremendous chacham. You understand much more than I do. So then again, why, it doesn't befit you to cry for stance. And your answer was, all the chacham you just saw in me came from these stunts. So you have to. Rav said it in the earlier days of the Chazari, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also more recently. Right. It's a so Chazal, he says that all the chachmas you can learn from the Torah. Right. Now the question is, so what's the Gazari mean over here? If the if the philosophers philosophers would have seen the Nevi'im, they would have accepted them. They saw them. They did see them. And answer answer obviously means he doesn't imply it. He means Aristotle. The what he calls the philosophy. He means uh, Aristotle, who was Aristotle was later on. He was at the time but of. He also he still Aristotle was. He was at the time of. Before Shimon Tzadik, Shimon Tzadik had had had. Uh, I thought it was the time of Alexander, and, uh, and there was no more Nevi'im at that point? That was the time of Nevi'im, right. No, I know, but Aristotle was the teacher of Alexander, which means right. Aristotle was already probably 30 years older than Alexander, no? 30, 40 so. years older than I don't think so. He wasn't so old when he started to teach. He was a so never saw but, So he never saw first Nevi'im. He dropped out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't his teacher Plato? Or maybe uh, maybe broken by one person. Yeah, there must be something in between. Uh, just based on the, on the Chazal. So if he saw the was in the time of the Chazal, and Aristotle was in the time of the Greeks. That's about 100 years later. So there must have been... From Bais Rishon. From Bais Rishon. Also, there must have, for sure, so maybe more like 200 years later. No, it's 70 years of the Chazal. And then 34 years after the Chazal, that's when Malchus uh, Yavon started. So mm. I'm talking about 104 years. So... He, he he did learn from Plato, but I don't know if he learned personally from Plato, with Plato's books, I'm not sure. So what so what did he think about Plato's uh, experiences with Yemiel? And other Nevi'im, there were other Nevi'im there also, and there wasn't Yechaskel also? Yeah, he never met Yechaskel, Yechaskel at the same time. You have to know something, and that is not all the Greek philosophers all like, were macabre each other. They, they, they all had the same and then uh, philosophical like, way of looking at things, but there were differences between them. So the question is what he means. I mean, there's also Socrates, there were others also before that, and also had different uh, uh, understandings. And either way, that's what. Uh, These guys wrote books? Yeah. That, that was the. He played with the way we, ha- we have to answer what Kazari is saying. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll stare from the Midrash. But what's the shot on, on Plato, though? Now, to prove what he says, he says, Vakvar Asak Tsasam Zeh. Some of them did this, which means some of them, them being the philosophers, did see Nevi'im. That's what he means. So the says the Aysen Nechim over here, he quotes his Midrash. And there is a flat of Jimmy Some of them, now the Aysen Nechim, did meet Nevi'im. And therefore when he said in the line before that, that if the philosophers would have met Nevi'im, they wouldn't have denied the book, he's obviously not talking about the philosophers which met the Nevi'im, he's talking about the later philosophers. Because you can have misspells of him, may anshe a terrorist in his current duration. The, what he means by that is very general in the name of Kuzari. The king met the philosopher. Mm-hmm. When the king, the king of Kuzar, when he decided that he has to change the way he's living, so the first person he called in for advice was the philosopher. That's what he calls the Mispalsim Anshe Ateris. That's what he mentioned that, that that's the philosophy you met yourself. And that is that, that, that he was for sure way off to Nebuah. It was the time of the Kuzari. And for sure, he would uh, say there's no proof to the 
to Nevo because in that time for sure it didn't exist. And the answer to that is you're only speaking because you, you didn't have the evidence. Have people been there who told you they saw it, then you were able to believe it. So when the Kuzari says, the, what the Kuzari wanted to get to is therefore the experience or the knowledge of Nevim, that was something that, the experience of knowledge of Nevim, that was something which they told me they knew, something that they, that uh, the world knew. The fact that the Rambana actually is Pasha. He talks about the Yavani, the Talmud of Arashayim, that denied whatever in the world accepted it only, because of something which there was evidence for. And just now he came along and said, well, I can't prove it, so you deny something that the world always accepted, it's always the top of the So, so